Good morning, world. Good morning. Back at you. I think I took a week off. I might have did one podcast. This is Marcus Griffin. And listening to Confessions from an Addict, the Addict's Mind State, the Addict's Mentality, the Addict's Words. And just in that, I had this thought because, I mean, Capitol Hill happened this past week and that was a disgusting scene. Um, first things first, it's, it's, it's funny and maybe... Maybe I'm being insensitive about this, but I'm tired of certain narratives. I'm tired of narratives like if it was a Black Matter, Black Lives Matter movement, cops, everything would have been out there. People would have been shot. Yeah, we know this. It's like we're still looking for some justice in this unjust world. It's like we're still looking for some good back. There was a positive post I read where it's like we ain't saying shoot them like you shoot us. We're saying not shoot us like you don't shoot them. Very powerful. That's cool. That I mean, that's a message of peace. We saying we just want peaceful protests. We want, in, in a sense, I mean, not to be corny, but peace around the world, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm like, the narrative ain't going to change. What did we expect? This is the thing I do not like is the fact that Republicans or Trump supporters or what have you, they're turning their backs. They're trying to save face. Well, we didn't know he was this kind of man. We didn't know that. Come on. No, you didn't know it was going to get this bad. How'd you not know it was not going to get this bad? When this man from the beginning has preached nothing but hate. I mean, he's been prejudiced, racist, whatever you call it. How did you not, it wasn't what you expected him to do some good. I mean, there's some people that are saying he should come forthright and, and talk and calm the people down. He said he was going to do this and lead the march and whatnot. You really expected that? Come on now. Now you now you playing dumb. And I just, it's crazy this, this past week. I mean, there's been certain messages that I've received, that I've taken in and I don't know, this week I, I really get caught up in the fact that it's still the same narrative that we look at the, we're more caught up in the package than what's inside the package. Meaning that we're more caught up in, like, look at, look at Trump. I mean, he was a, he's a, he's a, he's a big figure, especially now. Millionaire, bankrupt, dirty businessman, all these type of narratives. And he's even telling us who he is. And we didn't want to pay attention to that message because I believe in the beginning it was a man versus a woman. I believe from the beginning Trump was going to win over Hillary just because I don't think that the world or Republicans, Democrats, whatever the case may be, was ready for a woman to be president at that time. That's what I'm saying. We didn't care nothing about the messages. We cared about the look. Man versus woman will take the man to be president because the man has always been president. Despite how wrong he was going about his business, all the bad he was saying, it was mainly the narrative was man versus woman. That's all that I needed to pay attention to because obviously he preached hate throughout. I mean, build a wall, put, I mean, there's still children in cages. We still ignore that. We got Capitol Hill going on and there's still children in cages. I don't know if that is sunk into people. I, I mean, it, I just seen it a couple months ago and I thought like, no, nah, they, they, that's been released, right? No, nah, that story is like buried now. It's just sad because I, I look at, we, we care more so what a person has than what they're saying. 
And I know that's like, that's obvious, but I'm like, it shouldn't be obvious. We should have that, that change. It should be a change because guess what? Hey, this might be a poor example, but I'm like, if a homeless man was giving me a message on how I need to save more, I ain't going to be like, you homeless motherfucker, you should take your own advice. No, I'm like, oh, maybe he's learned. That's why he's homeless. So guess what? I'm going to take in his words of what he's saying. So, yeah, he's got that narrative of I can't believe Trump went the way he went. I, I'm like, no, nah, we just caught up on who, who the person is and not the words. And it works vice versa. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like obviously I share shit that happens during the week with me and it's just like you see things like one there that I hate when I see shit is is motherfuckers to be like on this men ain't shit, women this, women that. Like I can't stand that shit, man, because it's like when you say that, you're really saying something more about yourself. And when I had a conversation with this person, I'm just like, you know, you're I didn't get it all the way out, you know. But it's like, man, when you say that men ain't shit, you more so saying more about yourself. And I know Cat Williams have used that. Like, maybe you all, maybe your stuff, maybe your aura, maybe your energy attracts ain't shit men. Start there. That is simple, but it's true. Start there because how do you attract men that ain't shit? And then maybe they were shit. Maybe they were the shit. Who knows? But the way you went about going about it says more about you. Maybe the energy you put out there and your thoughts in that negative way made them react in a negative way. Can't put it on them. They just reflected the same energy you gave them, the same energy that you subconsciously put out there. So they acted accordingly. So as a friend, I'm like, hey, you shouldn't say that. I can say whatever I want and whatever. I understand that. That's what people get caught up. They don't even listen. Some people, they're saying things to benefit you and you're like, but I already know. Which brings me to my next subject. I had to take a step back. I had a conversation with someone and they were like, you don't know how good it feels to have your own place, have your own shit. Now I don't have to answer anybody. Come home, your own freedom. And I'm like, no, I know the feeling. And I had to be like, no, I'm, I'm speaking. I'm speaking without thinking. How would I know the feeling when I never had the feeling? I've never had my own place. I've never not had to answer anybody. I've never just came home whenever I want any type of freedoms. You know what I mean? So I had to step back and be like, you're absolutely right. Let me take that in. I need to learn to get that feeling. But we're so defensive as people. It's, it, it cracks me up because I know we all, I believe, I like to believe that we all want to progress as people, but we're so caught up in doing it our way, not understanding that our way hasn't worked for however many times, no matter the situation, depending on the situation you're in. But if it isn't a helpful one or if it isn't a place you want to be, obviously your way isn't working. That's what I have to understand even with myself. My way isn't working just to say, I know. No, I must do. I must experience it for myself. I must take in what somebody is really trying to say instead of thinking that they're always trying to attack me. I think some people live their lives thinking they're under attack. When really, we're our own worst enemy. We are our own worst enemy. So many times we want to put things on other people. Well, if they didn't do this, I wouldn't have did that. And if they didn't, no, you still shouldn't have to do that. If you're operating out of a place of ultimate peace, of ultimate love, goals that you want to pursue, that should be your main focus. And when you're focused on being that better individual, individual of growth and progress, then no matter what is said and done, 
should deter you. If you're about keeping your peace and joy, no matter what that person does, it should be like, all right. You know, that's how you feel. And we can move on. Maybe you get maybe you want to know why it is they feel that way. I don't know. Maybe you want to search that. But it should be more of a searching for peace at any cost. And when you remain in that space, I'm sorry, nobody, nobody can knock you from that. But we all, I mean, life is a trip because you all go through some difficulties. But, you know, you should always remain who you want to be. If your message is you want a healthy, loving relationship, then you have to be loving and remain healthy. And I mean, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and act according. I can step back and say I'm wrong. I can step back and and make sure I'm conscious and the place I'm coming from is of love instead of of my own selfish needs, my own selfish wants. That's one of the main cycles of break. That break that cycle of selfishness. Because it's going to come back around where you're going to see somebody that's selfish as you and you're not going to like what you see. But instead of not liking what you see, you should appreciate that person that is just as selfish as you and thank them for showing you the way. And if you thank them, if you if you operate and you think that. Like, like, like I probably said this before, like in the book that I read, like in this books of spirituality, if you speak to everyone like they're enlightened just as much as you are. And granted. I'm not saying that you're totally enlightened, totally freaking your own God or whatever the case may be, or you're just totally woke, as they say. What I'm saying is wherever you are in your journey, if you speak to that person like they're just going through a journey too, the same as you, and the whole process is to both be better, then you shouldn't really look at individuals as this place of anger and hate. You should look at it always with compassion because you know that they're just going through something too. And maybe they don't express it the same way as you. Maybe they haven't reached that level that you have reached. I'm just trying to put out their happiness, joy, compassion. I'm just trying to put these words out there, put that vocabulary out there because it's so much hate going on in the world. We hate this man, Trump. But I guarantee you, even if it gets worse before it gets better, we needed Trump to change this way this world is gone. Trump has been the one person that showed how this world really acts. We just didn't expect it from the president. See what I'm saying? We look at it. It was a president doing this. OK, that somehow got elected, somehow let this thing go the way it went. As much as on Trump, we fed into it. And I just mean we as a whole. I know there's going to be some individuals that they think I'm tacking it personally to be like, nah, I didn't vote for him. And you, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You didn't vote for him. And it is not our responsibilities to change the world. But I'm like this. I truly believe this. You change yourself. You can't change the world. Told you once before, there's an English professor that told me one man could change this world. And like I said, you could be that one man to change your world. And how you see it. 
somebody does me wrong, I'm like, okay. I look at it from a common perspective. They're going through their journey. I don't have no hate for that person because guess what? They don't know. Maybe they do know and they doing it purposely. Whatever the case may be, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. Maybe it's some narcissistic shit that I feel like, oh, I could be that way in that light. I'll carry around that. Because I just, I mean, your energy, nothing should be, nothing should affect that. Self-preservation should be everything. And with that, I'm, I believe, I'm so wrong with this. I'm like 80, I think 80, I think I might've reached 80 days sobriety. Cocaine free, as I say. And with that, I mean, this, this Monday motivation, man, just, maybe I've said it before. Maybe I'll constantly, maybe be an everyday thing. Operate out of peace, love, and compassion. We can't do away with the hate, but that's, we gotta, we have to let go of it though. We have to let go of certain narratives. We have to let go that everybody's out for themselves. Everybody's selfish. Men ain't shit. Women only want one thing, two things, whatever the case may be. Women need this and da, da, da. And I just look at it. If you look at any relationship, you could be all that without having everything. A man of security could be a man that knows himself, even though he can't provide the security that you think should be provided. If a man is secure with himself, then everything else will take care of itself. I know it sounds like some fairy tale, imaginary talk. I don't know what it sounds like to you, but I know what it sounds like to me. If I'm secure in myself, like I said, financially, I'm not where I want to be. And I, I thank that person a lot. She's, you're absolutely right. She's absolutely right. I don't know what it's like to have my own independence. But if I'm independent thinking, I'm going to gain a little bit each day. So I understand why this is a journey, because on this journey, you should pick something up each and every day that will define you and make you better, that you could hold on to and then that you could go about acting accordingly. Certain areas I don't have act accordingly. I have that vice. I have that gambling addiction. I That's, you know, it's messed up that I have all these vices to break. But if I keep myself on a journey and I know I still see I still lack discipline. I'm not going to blame my uncle for showing me the races and showing me how to gamble or or my brother for getting me and doing part like it's not it's me. I have this quick hitter obsession that oh, I could get instantly. And it's like, no. As I'm learning through this journey, no, you pick up on things, you pick up on peace, a little bit of peace every day, a little bit of compassion every day It's hard. I'll admit, because being nice and trying to be conscious of what you say is a difficult task because you still have, you know, that cycle that's been a part of us, that cycle to react, that cycle to show off your your temper, to show that you ain't the one to fuck with, you know, to show that you bad or what have you. But you kind of have this illusion of what strength looks like to you. We do have that. There's illusions of me being someone that's strong in the sense of being cold. And that's not. That's very weak. If you shouldn't, if you can't talk out your issues or work through them yourself, that's weak. We cut people off on a daily. And in that same aspect, I'm like, yeah, we cut people off and we we get angry. But we're more so angry at the fact the real message inside that there's some some things we got to let go. 
that we understand this person no longer serves a purpose or maybe we don't lo no longer serve a purpose to ourselves being involved in the things that we're involved in. That's what makes us angry because we want everything for ourselves. We want our opinions to be facts. We want our words to have power. We want our money to have influence. We want to know that we exist instead of just existing. We wake up every day in the moment. We talk to people. We exist. We feel like we have to have all these things that brings us life instead of realizing that we are life itself. That's more powerful. We are life. We breathe. We think. We eat. We taste. We make love. We make, I mean, we exist, but we feel like if we don't have these other, other materialistic or we just don't have anything that's, that we're, we don't deem significant, then we feel lost. And it's a lot of people that's lost that don't think they're lost. A lot of people that think that they're, you know, I guess my main, that's why the, the main thing also when I say peace, love, compassion, I mean, be conscious in every day. To me, that's where real spirituality is. Being conscious of your acts, what you say, what you do. Because there's times like I've been proud that I've fucked up. I've been proud that I've hurt somebody. I've been proud that, you know, I've taken pride in things that lack integrity. That's not what I want my narrative to read. You know, I don't want to be that person that is like, oh, don't don't fuck with him. Don't play games with him. He's a good game player. He knows how to manipulate and use. I don't want that to be my narrative for my life. To go along this journey and everybody has to look at me suspicious if I'm coming from a place of love. Nah. So just on this Monday motivational, think about where you, you know, I want you addicts, whoever, friends, think about where you are in your journey. Think about if there's not some narratives you could change about yourself. The words you speak. Ask yourself, are you being conscious? Are you being cognitive of everything that your surroundings? What you want your narrative to say about you, what you want your existence to speak about you. pretty much my message for today like i said thank those that listen i need to listen i'm listening to me listening speaking but yeah y'all have a good day i hope i was able to make some key points if not love y'all anyway love yourselves today's a good day good start to the week love y'all have a great day